Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Tech Expresso Cafe Radio. Each Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, we will engage our participants in educational and informative conversations related to our roles in the IT industry and promote our virtual project simulation platform, TechnologyExpresso.com, that provides participants with the skill sets to improve their collaboration in current job roles as well as prepare for careers in today's IT workforce or for new roles in the IT industry. I'm Dave Blackman, co-founder and CTO of Technology Expresso. You can find us on the Internet, Twitter, and Facebook, and various other information mediums. I'll provide those details at the end of our show. This week, again, we're fielding more questions from our inspired and inquisitive audience. So let's get right to those questions. Someone asked to talk about some of the success stories of people that I've worked with. Well, a lot of our participants in our courses have taken samples of the project manager roles from the virtual um, internship projects that we develop and uh, showcase on TechnologyExpresso.com. Some have taken role, uh, sample documents of their BA, business analyst role, and used those documents and artifacts in interviews or with other um, conversations or career advancement opportunities to showcase the work that they've done uh, either in that role or other roles. So um, that showcases pretty much how valuable that type of a program is and that there is a place in the industry for it. Others have taken examples of work uh, uh, from internships that we use to help develop our platform. We turned that into an internship as well and had a lot of good feedback from the participants of that. They'll, uh, they've given us good uh, references, and we'll be posting those video testimonials on our website. So you can look at those and see for yourself. I'll move on to the next question. What do people try to break into IP need to specifically bring to the table in order for us to help them? Well, one thing is set of realistic expectations, uh, willingness to do what is necessary, and training. Uh, IT industry is not an industry that anyone can just step into. You have to have something uh, to bring to the table, uh, whether it's some technical training or uh, project management or analyst training into this industry. This isn't something that you can just walk into off the street. Um, the additional education may be required. Um, we also offer some volunteer opportunities with uh, technical institutes that we've engaged and that we've partnered with to uh, to help um, uh, educate you on some specific role that you may be interested in. So uh, engage us and, and see what type of feedback we provide and see if we can connect you with a great source of training or just something that will familiarize you with the role that you're trying to fill in the IT industry so that you can make a better decision in the direction you plan to take. So next question, 
why is the software IT job market different from other markets? Well, it's extremely transitioning. Many there are many contract opportunities in different roles as a project manager, business analyst, developer, tester, and so on. Many companies use a contract role as a performance monitoring tool. Um, so they're measuring your performance during that contract, either at three or six months or even a year, and they will either continue the contract or if they're not happy with your performance or if you provided the deliverable, the situation is different. It depends on the type of feedback you get from your employer. Uh, they may terminate the contract or choose not to um, renew it. So there are a lot of different reasons um, um, why a contract may end. Um, so that's why it's so different. There's There are a lot of reasons. You can perform extremely well under a short-term contract, and at the end of that contract, they may have no more work for you, so they terminate the contract. So there are a lot of reasons why it's transitioning so much, but just know it is transitioning type of environment, and you have to be prepared for those changes. In the, in the case of a contract, it's good to start looking at other contracts or looking at other opportunities halfway through your contract. So it's a, it's a constantly changing and growing environment. Next question. Sometimes I hear the IT market is saturated, and sometimes I hear there are plenty of jobs. What are your thoughts? Well, it is saturated with people, but not exactly qualified people. Anyone, anyone can develop a good resume. Even some can get through an initial interview, but it's the job performance that counts. Um, there are a lot of people in this industry. As I mentioned, some are good salesmen. You get through an interview, but in the contract or into the position, they find that you're not meeting their level of expectation. So it is saturated. So the difference is you. How are you going to differentiate yourself from those that, um, uh, from all the others, or your competitors, basically, for those positions? Um, an internship uh, will help a lot. Taking artifacts and samples of your work helps a lot. If you don't have any experience, if you're coming out of college, well, you've got your senior class coursework. Uh, you could take some of that and to showcase your work. Technology uh, Expresso.com provides some of that um, documentation. It provides that experience, not necessarily the documentation so much, but the experience to uh, showcase that you can perform in this type of environment if you have not worked in this environment before. So engage us at technologyexpresso.com in various ways, and we'll provide you some coaching, which we do have uh, uh, resume uh, reviews, as well as uh, direct contact and coaching. So give us a call, and uh, we'll see if we can help you move to the next level. On to the next question. What are your thoughts on good and bad IT recruiters? What should a person watch for? Well, 
I don't want to speak negatively about others in the industry. Um, As far as staffing agencies are concerned, they all offer different compensation and benefit packages. So um, you have to see what is the right package for you. Um, So they're, they're not necessarily good ones and bad ones. It depends on what those staffing agencies offer that the parent company that they're trying to place you in uh, are not offering. <clears throat> Many, as I, as I mentioned, some companies use a contract position as a way of avoid a full-time employee that they pay health care for and provide a host of other benefits for. Um, so it, it reduces their payroll by uh, hiring a contract worker and you get those packages from the staffing agency that placed you. So don't think you're going into a position without any type of support, um, uh, health care support or anything like that. That staffing agency should provide you that. So um, it, it, it's, there, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a very t- different type of industry as one of the previous uh, questions mentioned. So on to the next question. Since you work with college students, what specific advice might you give? Well, one, you have to have a realistic expectation. You will likely not get the first job you apply for, so you be prepared for that, and you're going to learn from that interaction, whether it's an interview or if if you're contacted at all, uh, you're going to find something that you can learn from. So be ready. Good luck. 
Next question. You also work with veterans transitioning into IT, and you're a veteran of the Air Force yourself. What advice do you have for them? Well, it's a lot similar to that of anyone else. For one, in the military, at the end of your career or when you're leaving the military, most installations offer career transition programs. It's a series of classes or one or two class sessions to help prepare you for the uh, corporate world or just uh, leaving the military. They may help you with uh, resume preparation, help you with interviews, things of that nature. If you like more than just the military perspective, contact us at techexpresso.com. Me, as a veteran, I do provide some career coaching, um, helping with interviews, helping with the resume. There's a lot to learn, and the transition is not an easy one. You need to be prepared for different expectations, a different set of expectations at all levels of your interaction out here in the corporate world, whether it's your supervisors, your peers, or your subordinates. The interaction is quite differently than that in the military, and I can help you with that. Next question, what advice do you have for people 40 or older trying to transition into IT from other careers? Well, get help with setting your goals and setting up expectations. Uh, They're quite different. Most of you, as you're older, you're familiar with the corporate environment or just being out here in the workforce overall. So that will ease your transition into IT a little bit better because you are a professional. However, your professionalism does not take the place of education. So even as a career veteran, you have to be bringing something to the table. You have to understand how to leverage that knowledge you had in your other career into the IT industry, and we can help you on that also. If it's setting a new career path, a new education path for you, maybe uh, some volunteerism with some IT industries or volunteer organizations would help prepare you better and help you set your expectation for the type of roles you're applying for and the type of responses you're going to get. So, next question I have is, You created or co-created Technology Espresso and the concept of the virtual internship to help students, veterans, and people in transition. transition, How does a virtual internship work? Well, at Tech Espresso, we have virtual projects that you participate in by taking on various roles within the project, whether it's a business analyst, a project manager, tester, or developer. There are other roles as well. We provide coaching and live interaction with the other role players. And there are stages within the project that you complete sequentially at your own pace. You're tested at each stage and again at the end of the course. So there's a constant learning and interaction um, uh, with live people and uh, virtual people as you provide deliverables and documentation uh, throughout the life cycle of this project. And at the end, you have the 
another uh, group within your current organization, you'll have some documentation of your experience and your interaction in this um, virtual internship. You might not get that opportunity within uh, your current workplace to work in another group. So this type of uh, interaction will help immensely if you're trying to get an entry-level role into another group. So um, that's how Technology Expresso does it. Your, your interactions with us is live and uh, in some in a simulated manner. So um, it's very beneficial to intern with us as opposed to um, some others that don't provide you that same level of interaction. So on to the next question. Technology Expresso website mentions that not everyone will make it through the program. Well, that's true. Based on your quiz scores, the deliverables you provide, and your general progression, if we feel you're not progressing at an acceptable rate or you may need more coaching prior to interacting in this type of environment, we may drop you from the course and provide guidance to an alternative skill path that may either prepare you best for this type of interaction or provide you another um, a career path to, um, uh, to reach your eventual goal. So next question, what are your thoughts on balancing real-world experience and having degrees and certifications without experience? Well, the degrees and certifications work well together with the real-world experience. They are dependent on each other. The degrees and certification will help move you throughout your career path, um, and it provides that immediate recognition of your experience. Um, Real-world experience is extremely sought after. Um, the certifications are equally sought after. So um, they both help each other and will likely net you a better position in a new career um, uh, position as, as as opposed to going just based on real-world experience. So um, those certifications help keep you relevant as well um, in the industry. The technology is always changing, and you need these certifications to keep your uh, skill, skill sets sharp and relevant with the ever-changing um, technology. Next question is, training and learning seems to be an ongoing thing within IT. Why is that? Well, there's always growth in IT, in all industries, as a matter of fact. New techniques for performance measuring, new software, new hardware, and technology overall. That results in a re-educating re yourself and familiarizing yourself with these new technologies and new methodologies, uh, both formal and, and informal. There are new phrases, new methodologies, as I mentioned again, and a new language. You must maintain your competency and relevance in this fast-changing industry. So um, 
it's an industry or an environment of constant education, yes, and you must stay relevant and be familiar with the new phrasing if you want to um, move to the next level or maintain your current level of competency in IT. Next question is, what are some of your favorite parts about your career in IT? Personally, I enjoy the interpersonal challenges and the psychological challenges. People overall, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, are a big obstacle in IT. It's easy to uh, learn how to program a router or switches or other devices. You're not interacting with people. People are the most challenges, and that's the uh, that's the biggest part that I like and uh, working with the different types of people. The changing uh, technologies. Developing a good technical and professional base prepares you for all changes in the industry. Once you have these new techniques and new changes, you must be able to deconstruct them, basically, to a level of your understanding. It may be one level. You may get it right off the bat, or you may need to break it down to some to a certain level of understanding, then bring that knowledge back up to what they're trying to teach you. So there's a lot of changes that you um, that I appreciate in the industry, um, and it keeps my, keeps my mind fresh and um, uh, keeps me relevant. So uh, the people and the constant changes in IT, that's what I enjoy, actually, about IT. The next question is, what are some of the most frustrating parts about being in IT? Well, actually, it's the same thing, uh, people and the constant changes. Um, there's a lot of frustrations, but there are a lot of rewards, uh, personal rewards, dealing with various types of people, negative stakeholders, difficult um, um, technologies. Um, they're all challenges, and um, <clears throat> they're, they're both good and bad experiences. So overall, um, there's a constant learning environment and a constantly adjusting environment, and that's what I both love and hate about the industry. So on to the next one. Thanks. Um, you've experienced both the uncertainties of consulting and permanent positions. What's your experience and advice? Well, um, it varies in in both industries. I've had good um, good contracts and bad contracts. I've had good permanent positions and bad permanent positions, um, but they've all been rewarding in some way, shape, or form. Every position is a learning experience, and you take something positive from everyone. So it's best not to get down about any position that you've had or that you've been released from because it was a great learning experience. That's the way I look at them. I try to look at most glasses as half full so um, I can uh, 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 squeeze out something positive of any position that I hold. Um, both are the extremely volatile. Um, depending on the state you're in, uh, they have different labor laws. Here in Georgia uh, is a right to work, so you can 
be in a position and get a one week's notice and move on to another position uh within the with a certain amount of um 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 certain uh certain amount of days prior to your uh, uh uh you leaving the position so um there's a lot of positives and negatives about that uh, and equally they can let you go just as quickly so you need to constantly be prepared and prepare yourself for your next role um um in the industry so on to the next question Oftentimes, people have to start an entry-level job. But how do you get on the fast track once you get that starter job? Well, you must save your work, meaning everything you do has some relevance in your next position. So keep a hold of all the documents and all the spreadsheets or work that you create because it will help you in your next position, take advantage of the internal training that a company provides. Just about every company provides some level of career advancement, whether it's as a project manager, a business analyst, testers, developers, that may help you uh, train into a parallel position. So the majority of companies provide that platform. So I um, implore you to take advantage of it. Next question, after you get a job, how important is networking? It is just as important. If you have a good work ethic, people will remember you. Um, LinkedIn is a great profile, uh, great platform for connecting with people. So um, it's a good place to start, as well as Facebook. Connect with people and, 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 and network with people, and they may be your key to your next position whether it's within the company or in another company. You never know who you're going to meet. So um, put on your best professional um, um, persona because every person you network with is possibly your, uh, a lead to your next position. So um, don't forget that. That's very important. That's all the questions we have for today. That they've been great. Uh, I enjoy this type of feedback. Um, <clears throat> I hope something I said here resonates with some of you. So I look forward to more questions of that nature and hopefully will help you prepare for the next position or better prepare for your current position. So thanks for tuning in to Tech Espresso Cafe Radio. Each Saturday, we will engage participants in um, educational and informative conversation. You can reach us at various methods. Uh, you can call us at 855-484-6837. That's 855-484-6837. You can email us at technologyexpresso, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, at yahoo.com. Or you can leave us a comment or email us on uh, blogtalkradio.com slash techexpressocafe. That's T-E-C-H-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O-Cafe, C-A-F-E. 
can also reach us at Facebook at Tech Internship, T-E-C-H-I-N-T-E-R-N-S-H-I-P, or Twitter.com, Tech Internship as well. Thanks, everyone, and I look forward to joining you again next weekend at Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care.